Rocket Recovery is a podcast and community for those who suffer from addictive, selfish sexual behavior. If you can remember anything from our time together, think on this. You are not alone. There are many of us who have suffered and have found a solution that works. We now live happy, joyous, and free lives. We know that this may feel completely unattainable for you right now, but be assured, peace and serenity can be found in this life for you too. Rocket Recovery seeks to demystify recovery. There are simple steps to take, but a hard path to follow. We'll support you with principles, maxims, mantras to sustain you on your journey. We'll introduce you to those who will guide you. And remember, you are not alone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Rocket Recovery Podcast. On this episode, number 14, we will be covering part two of the AA Maxims and Slogans. The maxims that we'll be covering today are let go and let God, the work works if you work it, keep it simple, stupid, progress, not perfection, and nothing changes if nothing changes. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of the Rocket Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and am very happy to be spending some time with you today for this episode. I wanted to quickly say two things. First of all, happy Easter to everyone. And the next thing that I would like to say is I apologize for not making another episode. Uh, last week, we skipped an episode I didn't prepare. <laughs> I take full responsibility for not coming through. Uh, I hope that uh, I haven't lost any of you listeners thinking that I've fallen off the deep end or something like that. I just took a week's hiatus and didn't really say anything about it. And for that, I apologize. I definitely should have made some sort of an announcement, but I'm making that now, taking responsibility for it and making a commitment to continue this up every single week to provide content for you in the realm of sex addiction recovery. And I hope that this is uh, beneficial for you today. Okay, so today what we're going to do is we're going to continue on with the uh, episode um, or part two, if you will, of the episode for Maxims and Slogans. Um, recovery is a very difficult process. Uh, it is probably the hardest thing that I've ever had to do in my life, and that includes having going through, going through a divorce and um, <laughs> that sort of stuff as well. So um, if you are attempting to change your lifestyle of compulsive, must-have-this-desire uh, behavior, uh, even if it's like a substance uh, addiction, you know, something that's almost outside of your complete control, um, this desire, if you want to change that into something useful and productive, um, this is a big deal. This is the biggest deal, the biggest thing that you've had to overcome. And you know this already, but I want to acknowledge that and I want to commend you for making the attempt. And to help the process along, it's the whole reason why I have this podcast is to help those that are in recovery, uh, help the guy that's still struggling, 
uh, to come to terms with the fact that, hey, this is an issue in my life that a lot of people struggle with it and uh, you're not alone in this process. Um, also to help this process along and keep what we're learning in the recovery rooms top of mind as we go throughout our day, day to day, we live our lives, we face temptation, uh, we uh, struggle with uh, the thought of going back and going back is so much easier than trying to live this life of recovery. Uh, we have these quick maxims and slogans to help us along our, along the way. Last time we spoke about uh, I am an alcoholic. Uh, we covered that in an entire episode of it. I think it's episode three. Go back and give that a listen. Um, we talked about one day at a time. We talked about keep coming back and easy does it. So I have four more that we will jump into today, uh, take about 20 minutes or so to walk through all this, and uh, hopefully this will be beneficial and helpful for you. So let's get started. The first one that I wanted to talk about today is the work works if you work it. A lot of work (laughs) there, Um, but the work works if you work it. What does that mean? I think the big struggle with those with guys that are going through recovery is the belief that is this all worth it? You know, is this what's the end goal here? And uh, you you're going through your recovery work on a day by day basis, and it it's really easy to lose perspective that you're so like nose to the ground you fail to see the forest for the trees. Um, You know, whatever other metaphor that you can think of there, it's just my focus is so small and everything. It's really difficult to be, to, to, to have perspective. And you start questioning, is me doing this work worth the work, work, worth the effort? And we have this maxim to help us along. The work works if you work it. Um, Okay, the work works if you work it. What does that mean? So the work is the process of recovery, the 12 steps, actually going in and doing each of the 12 steps with a sponsor, uh, going to meetings, making your, your, your daily action items, your, your routine, the, the things that you do to keep you sane, whatever those might be, that's the work in in totality. That's the work. It works. Means it's effectual. It actually accomplishes what it promises to accomplish. Uh, We have these promises of recovery on page uh, 82 and 83 uh, for the ninth step promises. And uh, they are lofty, they're grandiose, they seem unattainable in a lot of ways, uh, especially if you're going through the process. But it works. You actually obtain those promises. You actually get there. You do. Uh, believe me, I'm, I'm there. I've, I've, I've achieved so many and seen so many wonderful promises come true in my life. When I was going through 
My step work though, holy moly, it was hard work. It was difficult. And I, I, it was really difficult for me to see like, is this really true? Seriously? I don't know how many times I went back to my sponsor. and was like, are you serious that, that this promise of recovery that, um, I don't know, will know peace. <laughs> is this, is this life of peace and tranquility actually going to be experienced? My life is a living hell right now. What do you mean there will be peace that I'll know peace? But I'll tell you now, my life is serene. It's peaceful. Uh, I live a drama-free life. And all of that I can directly attribute to the work that I put in to my recovery work. I'm at peace. I am tranquil. I, I have obtained that promise. And so the work works if you work it. It works. The work works. All right, so here we go. Here's the big caveat. If you work it, the big, huge conditional on all of this, it works if you work it. You actually have to do the work of the program. Uh, if you have a good sponsor, he's going to have very specific ways in which his recovery worked for him or for them. And he's passing, this person is passing along the torch over to you. He is, um, or they are, he, I'm just going to put he, it's easier because that's how I related to my sponsor. It was a, it was a man. Um, it's worked for him. I'm offering these as suggestions that they will work for you too, but you have to do the work. <laughs> the work works if you work it. You actually have to do the step work. You actually have to grind it out. You have to face your demons. You have to go into Grendel's cave and fight the monster. You have to do the hard work of recovery. But I, I tell you, I swear to you, up and down, it will happen. It will work. You, you do the work and it works. The work works if you work it. There's a lot of work there. <laughs> All right. Number two, the second one that I'm going to cover today is let go and let God. The process of recovery is 100% dependent upon your higher power and surrender to that higher power. Now, we come into this program and we've probably tried a lot of stuff. And it's super easy to think that when we're given steps to do that it is only in, only in doing the step work that it'll actually work. As we were talking about in the previous maxim, the work works if you work it. Okay, if I just work this program, it'll go, it'll happen. You have to have a higher power. So 
there is a three-part disease that we have as addicts. There is, it affects us in our entire being. It, is, uh, it affects us in a mental way. It affects, it affects us spiritually, and it affects us physically. It's very easy to know the physical ramifications of our disease. Um, there are, you know, I've, I've physically harmed myself in the process of pursuing my addictive drug. Um, alcohol and narcotics abuse, it's much more evident, much more obvious. The physical harms that uh, happen, I mean, you've seen pictures of like, you know, before and after pictures before methamphetamine and after methamphetamine. It's just like, it's, it's, it's like the person has aged 50 years and it's only been two. Um, so we know the physical effects of it. There are definitely mental effects of the addiction, um, the confusion, the, um, I don't know right from wrong. I don't know up or down. I'm just so confused and so lost. There's definitely that that's going on. Um, But there's also a spiritual component of it. And if you're not in tune with your spiritual self, it can be difficult to pinpoint. Um, It's the way that has made most sense to me in explaining the spiritual to those that aren't attuned, (laughs) I guess would be the best term for it, attuned to spirituality, spiritual things, a higher power to God. Um, The best way to describe that is a lack of power, a lack of ability to overcome. It's not necessarily a physical thing. It's not necessarily a, a mental thing. It's like a third thing. That third thing, that lack of power, it's like this addiction has me under its thumb. Like I can't get out from under it. I evidence a lack of power. Let go and let God is ceasing to strive to get out from under the thumb of control of my addiction on my own. It's just letting go and letting God do his thing. It's surrendering to the unknown. It's a spiritual journey that you go on. It's a journey of faith. It's a journey of, well, I don't know what's going to happen, but the evidence from my sponsor and from the guys that are going through the program with me, it's there that if I take this spiritual journey, I will be better off for taking it. Okay. (sighs) I let go and I let God. I don't know what the outcome will be. I don't know the end game. I'm... I'm, I'm totally unaware of what's going to happen here. Help. Let go and let God. That's a huge one. <laughs> that's a big one there. Uh, to let go and to let God. Um, that's a major milestone in a lot of people's lives. A lot of people's lives. Even those that come in that already say that they're spiritual. I mean, that's, the, that's probably the biggest way. It was definitely that way for me. I came in 
having been spiritual. But man, I didn't know. I did not know. Let go and let God is a big one. Okay, next one. Keep it simple, stupid. (laughs) K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. Okay, what does that mean? For me, that means that I don't overthink and overcomplicate things. It means that I don't try to reinvent the wheel when it comes to the recovery process. It means that that I place myself under and submit to the, I won't say necessarily the authority, but the evidence of spiritual change in my sponsor's life. And I'm like, you know what? He, this guy, this person probably has a better understanding of the recovery process than I do. He's been through it. He's experienced it. He's lived it. I haven't. And so my attempts to understand things tend to complicate it. And we really need to keep it simple, stupid. You know, do we need to just take a deep breath, relax, and just accept that the path that has been laid out is the best path for you? Even if it's the same path that other people are taking, it's probably the best path because it's the tried and true one. It's the one that has actually gotten people to the destination. You know, it's like you're at a fork in the road and there's the, the signpost with the arrows pointing down the different paths. And this one says to your destination. And the other two say to a different place and back to where you came from. <laughs> Which path are you going to take? Well, you're probably going to take the one that says to my destination going off into the dense jungle and trying to hack out my own path is probably not the most effective or efficient way to spend my time. There is a path that works. I should probably follow that. Keeping it simple, stupid, overcomplicating matters, overthinking things, thinking that I know what's best, that I can forge my own path, that's making it way more complex, way harder than it needs to be. Just keep it simple, stupid. Don't overcomplicate things. Don't overthink things. Just keep it simple. I think that's that's the way that it worked for me. Um, progress, not perfection. Progress, not perfection. This is huge for me, huge for me. I am very much a type A personality, and this is me. This is my personality. This has been my experience. I am just very much just, whoo, I want to get things right. I want to do everything perfectly 
And the perfect can be the enemy of progress. Uh, it, it can hold you in your tracks. It can keep you from progressing because you keep on wanting to get it right. Now, for me, what that has been in my story has been sobriety. <clears throat> now, I know that I'm going off like going off on a little tangent here, away from uh, kind of forging my own path. But I'm, I'm not forging a new path. I'm I'm revisiting something that it's that was just a big thing for me. Sobriety for me was an issue of perfection. I have to be absolutely 100% perfect or I can't make any progress. And obviously we obviously you want to be sober. You want to abstain from your addictive behaviors. But addictive behaviors for me was way more than just a simply acting out with my chosen behavior, my chosen drug. You know, for me it was porn and masturbation. It was the attitude and the 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 mindset of addiction that accompanied the actual act of acting out. There was the mental component of like being just swept away in woe is me, uh, acting out and breaking sobriety and like losing recovery is inevitable. Oh, what? Oh, who cares? I, I mean, I might as well just give in and do it. I mean, all of that behavior and the, um, the perpetual nature of it where I have to do this and I have to keep on doing this. I can't help but do this. This is my life. This is the only thing that matters and I just keep on. That's the addictive mindset. That's not being in recovery, not living uh, according to the principles of the program, uh, not being a step 12 or a 12th step person. Um, for me, when I acted out, when I was like not sober, and that was me trying to be perfect. As a weird way of doing it. Like I didn't feel like I was actually in recovery unless I was absolutely perfect when it came to sobriety. And I came to find out that for me, that became my enemy. That actually hindered me from actually accepting all of the progress that I actually made. That if I wasn't 100% perfect in what I did, that I made zero progress whatsoever. And I had to just take a time out and stop myself and say, no, take a look back and see all of the progress that you've actually made. Take time to celebrate that. Take time to, to be grateful for what you've been able to do and just breathe that in and just... I did that. That was me. I, I made this progress. I did all of this good, healthy 
wonderful work and look at the people that I've helped, look at the evidence of all of the progress that is being made and take a deep breath, pull that in, absorb it into your being. Progress, not perfection. Don't let perfection, don't let having to do recovery perfectly get in the way of you actually progressing or even recognizing the progression that is being made in your recovery journey. For me as a type A, that was a big, big deal. And it's, it's probably been the biggest milestone, if you will, in my recovery journey has been coming to understand what does progress mean versus and, 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 and putting aside perfection. That's just been a huge one for me. Um, last one that I wanted to cover, I, I said that I was going to do four. We're actually going to do five today. The last one that I wanted to cover is nothing changes if nothing changes. I love this one. This one's a really good one. This is a newer one for me that I've really been thinking about. Nothing, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you don't change anything internally or change, you know, some of the outward behavior, some of the things that you're doing, uh, some of the habits that you're, that you've been living, if you don't change any of that, the greater aspect of your life is not going to change. Um, the unmanageability of life that you are experiencing is not going to go away. That will never change. Un life being unmanageable for you will never change if you do not make like concentrated, specific, actionable changes in your life. And what does that mean? I mean, it can be something as simple as making sure that you go to bed at the same time every single night. That can be a significant change for you to set yourself up for success. Other small changes like drink plenty of water, you know, get plenty of sleep, uh, go for a walk every single day. I mean, just simple things like that can make a huge difference, a huge difference in changing the, uh, the grand scheme, the, the much larger overarching umbrella picture of things. Um, nothing changes if nothing changes. Make small, measurable, actionable, timely changes. All those smart goals um, take, make those, those, those specific changes in your life and over the course of time and adding up all of those little changes there can make the biggest difference in the world for you can actually change the direction of the giant ship. I mean, one degree of deviation from the path, from the norm over the course of time can make a huge difference. You can wind up in a completely different place, but I'm making one degree of change at a time. The next day I'm making another one degree change. 
Um, I've been working with a guy recently, and it's as simple as uh, making um, uh, declared uh, statements, um, commitments that I am going to accomplish X by Y time frame. So typically it's going to be 24 to 48 hours. I am going to make my bed by tomorrow at 10 a.m. You know, regardless of when you get up, you're giving yourself till 10 o'clock to make your bed. Something very simple. Um, I am going to wash the dishes every night before 10 p.m. I declare I am committed to X by Y. And those are small, measurable things that you can do to make changes, significant, lasting, deep, powerful changes in your life can be accomplished by just one degree of deviation from the norm. So that is it for today's episode of the Maxims and Slogans Part 2 for AA. Uh, I have been your ho- I am, am your host, Zach, and am so grateful for the time that we're able to spend together. I thank you so much for uh, sticking with us. Um, sorry about missing out on last week, but I hope that uh, this week has been beneficial for you. Take care. been listening to the rocket recovery podcast thank you so much for joining us you can catch us on our socials we're on instagram youtube and facebook you can listen to us on spotify anchor fm or wherever you get your podcasts also please remember to rate us five stars on apple podcasts that really help us out our website is rocketrecovery.org If you have any suggestions for an episode topic, please email us at admin at rocketrecovery.org. Thank you again for supporting us. Please make sure to subscribe, like, and share us with all your friends and all those that would benefit from our work. Help us get the word out of happiness, joy, and freedom from your addictions. And remember, you are not alone.